Chapter 3. The next day, Sina pulled me aside. Still mad at me, she asked. Not really, I replied. Good, because I took some money from my piggy bank so we could stop by the candy store and get milkshakes. Sounds good to me, I said. I can't stay long, though. Me neither, Sina said. We walked over to the Jenkins candy shop in silence. I wasn't really mad at you. I was just mad, I told Sina as we climbed up on leather-covered bar stools and ordered two vanilla shakes. Sina looked embarrassed. My dad was pretty mad, especially when Mom told him that some of the neighbors sent around a paper asking people to sign up saying that they didn't want Negroes in our neighborhood. Mom told me that some of our neighbor neighbors weren't afraid of change. She admitted that was her first reaction too, but she understands now that we can't be afraid to change or judge someone else based on their differences from us. We had the same talk in my house, I said. My parents refused to sign that paper. I'd hate for the Dodgers to go back to an all-white team. Yeah, Jackie's brought so much excitement to Brooklyn, Senator agreed. True. Since Jackie's joined the Dodgers, two other teams have signed Negro players. Cleveland brought Larry Dobby to the Indians, Hank Thompson plays for the St. Louis Browns, and now Mr. Ricky's talking about moving up their top catcher prospect, Ray Campbella, from the minors. Think he'll make it in time for the open today, Santa said. I sure hope so, I said. Will you be there? I heard my dad tell my mother that he had work, I muttered. My father has opening day tickets taped to the refrigerator. It's all he talks about, Santa said. Is he taking you? Are you kidding? I'm the only one in the family who's a Yankees fan. Dad wouldn't waste his money taking me to a Dodgers game. I laughed. Maybe you'll get to go when Dodgers beat the Yankees in the World Series. Keep dreaming, Santa said. We finished our milkshakes and raced each other to my front porch. Santa won by a foot. Embarrassed, I challenged her to a dover and beat her. I was glad we could put our fight behind us. Later, I was upstairs in my room, finishing math when my father peeked in the doorway. He, Hi, son, he greeted me, his face with a wide grin, planted across as if he had a secret. Hey, Dad, I called out, studying a man who usually wasn't so full after work. I have good news, Dad said, venturing inside my room. You got us opening day tickets? No, Stephen, I do not have opening day tickets, Dad replied. Maybe we really weren't going to the Dodgers opener, I thought. My father sat on the edge of my bed. Sorry to disappoint you, but my news made sure you up. You remember we talked about a black family buying five, five twenty-two four to an new? Yeah, I remember. Well, the sale went through. The Palin family will move in soon. What about that piece of paper and the neighbors not wanting a Negro family to move in? Turns out that only a couple of people signed that petition, Dad explained. Most of our neighbors feel as your mother do and I. The Palin should not have any trouble from the neighbors. They will be welcome. Is that the good news, I asked? Part of it, Dad replied. The real estate agent who still does with the Palin's is a customer of mine at the shoe store. He came in today and told me that the Palin's have rented the top floor of their house to a player from the Dodgers. I jumped up from my desk chair and faced my father. Are you kidding me? I'd heard the players lived in regular Brooklyn neighborhoods, but I never dreamed I'd be so lucky to have one live me. Who is it, Dad? That's the thing, my friend said. He wasn't at liberty to share the information. I think they're waiting until the lease is signed, so I guess we'll have to see. wait and see. Ah, I sighed. Gee, Dad, do you think it's Pee-wee? Dad stood up. I don't know. Jackie? Steven, stop guessing. We'll know soon. I couldn't sleep on it. I stayed awake thinking about my new neighbors. I knew that when the baseball season went over, plenty of players usually returned to their home community so they could work. At the start of the season, they'd find a new place to run closer to their teams. Some players shared rooms in private homes and walked to work at Evans Field, so it could be any of the players. At breakfast, I pressed Dad for more details. Since the Palins are Negroes, it makes sense that they'd rent to a black family. So it's either the Robinsons or maybe Roy Campella. That's a possibility, 
But just because the parents are Negroes doesn't mean that their tenant will be black, Dad reminded me. True, but you'd have to admit it's likely, I'd press. The Dodgers are, have 40 players on their rosters. It could be any of those men. The secret word today is hurricane. I bet you it's Jackie, I, I announced, jumping up from the table and dancing around the kitchen. Jackie, Jackie, Jackie. Sit down, Stephen, Dad commanded. You're going ahead of yourself, and don't go to school by any Jackie references and moving to Toad and said, Really, Dad? A Dodger player, two doors down. I don't care who it is, I said. This is a dream come true, he chuckled. I understand, son. The next couple of weeks were absolute torture, and late March, and moving and pulled up in front, uh, in front of 5224. I ran out of the house with a, without a jacket and plowed down on the top step. I watched as the Palin family's furniture were unloaded from the truck and hauled into the bottom floor. As evening set in, Mom called me from upstairs. The new family has moved in, I reported. Yeah, I saw the van. Did you see any children? A boy and a girl. They look like teenagers, I told her. Is that why you look so disappointed, Mom asked? I was hoping it was a ball player's moving van. It shouldn't be much longer, Steve. I'm planning on cooking a pot roast and taking over to Miss Palin tomorrow. Want to come with me? Sure, I replied. That think Miss Palin would tell us who's going to lay up on the top floor? I don't know, Stephen. And you're not going to bring it up. We're not. We're going over there to welcome the Palin's neighbor. Not prying to their private business, Mom scolded. But Mom, whoever moves into 522-4 obviously wants privacy. They have to deal with friends at the ballpark when they come home. They're family men, just like your dad. He won't time for his family. You have to respect that, Stephen. Am I clear? Yes, Mom. I won't be a pest, I promise. The next morning, we walked over to greet our new neighbors. It was cold, but I was sweating underneath my jacket. Would Miss Palin tell us who was renting our top floor? Would I be disappointed if it was an unknown player? Would I get the best news of my life? Miss Palin opened the door and on the first one. Good morning, Mom again. My name is Sarah Stott Sattler, and this is my son, Stephen. We're your neighbors. We wanted to welcome you to Tater Avenue. How lovely and unexpected, Miss Palin programmed. It's nice to meet you both. My name is Eleanor Palin. Stephen, you'll see my children around the neighborhood. They're a bit older than you, and they go to Tilden High School. You must be at the elementary school, right? Yes, Miss Palin, I replied politely. We know how chaotic it is to move, so I begged to pot roast for you and your family, Mom said, handing Miss Palin a covered pan, still warm, along with brownies wrapped in wax paper. It smells divine, Miss Palin said. Thank you. Swept Sweat dripped down my neck. Should I risk making my mother angry about Miss Palin and our future tenant? Or should I keep quiet? Are you a Brooklyn Dodgers fan, Stephen? Miss Palin is. I'm a big fan, I replied, relieved that she brought up your f- players. Who are your favorite players? Jackie and Peewee are top two, but I also like R- Ralph Blanca and Carl Erkstein. Why? Just curious, Miss Palin replied with a twinkle in her eye. But I started to, but I started to push it and then left them out. I keep my mouth shut. I know that there's a rumor that one of the Dodgers is moving upstairs, Miss Palin said. I nodded. Well, Stephen, my husband made a promise not to tell anyone who our tenant is going to be. So it's just, we'll all just have to wait and see who moves in, Miss Palin said with a warm smile. I almost fell to the ground and screamed down in frustration. Not another person telling me to wait. No, I couldn't stand it. I barely heard my mother say goodbye. Tears in my eyes, I followed her back to the house. I trudged upstairs, feeling that. Why didn't she tell us? For the other reasons we still... We discussed earlier, Mom said. I still think it's Jackie. That night, I was sitting on the front stoop when Dad came home from work. He saw me staring down the block at her neighbor's house. Your mother told me you met the Palins today. Yes, I nodded. I had been debating about what, when was the right time to tell you this, Dad said. Tell me what? I n- now know who is renting from the Palins, he replied. Who is it, Dad? You've got to tell me, please. Until they move in, we won't know for sure, Dad teased. Is it who I've been wishing for? Dad chuckled. I think you'll be very happy, he said. Dad, are you telling me Jackie Robinson is going to be my neighbor? 
He beamed. I saw Mr. Palin to him today. He told me that Jackie and his family have signed the lease for April 1st. I couldn't believe it. Jackie Robinson. I jumped into Dad's arms, wishing with joy. But Dad's last word worried me. It was almost April 1st, and he loved a good April Fool's joke. I pulled away from me. Are you making up a story? I wouldn't do that to you, son. Is it really true, Dad? It's true, son. Palin said that Miss Robinson is driving their Cadillac across country with her brother Raymond and little Jackie Jr. They're expected in New York sometime between April 5th and 7th. What about Jackie? He's still barnstorming with the team, Steve. Alright. That's right. Is Jackie Jr. my age, guys? I think he's younger than you. You know, soon, Dad replied. I bet they'll be here tomorrow. Can I stay home from school? I'm not even going to respond to the question, Steve. I left it off. Alright, Dad. But will, will you come get me out of school the minute the moving van pulls up? No, my dad said. I'll be at work and you'll be at school. You gotta give the Robinson privacy. Steve, promise you me you won't drive Miss Robinson crazy with questions about Jackie. I slid down the step below my dad. I honestly didn't know how to react to Jackie Robinson living close, so close to me. It was just too important. None of my friends would even believe me until Jackie actually moved in. I looked up by my dad and shrugged my shoulders. I'll try not to be a pest, I promise. I jumped off on the stoop. Time me. I insisted for a race in the Jackie Robinson's new house and back. How long did that take, Dad? 30 seconds tops. Dad said, Just think I'll be living that close to a Brooklyn Dodgers play ride, Daddy. Every day after school, Serena and I would race home, hoping to find a moving van parked outside 5224 to the Wednesday, April 7th, I got my wish. We broke into a truck, reaching the truck just as two men lifted an off ice couch from the back of the van. My heart pounded so hard, I was sure the men would see it beating under the car. I wanted to badly to peek inside the house, but Serena wouldn't let go of my hand. Instead, we stood back and watched from a glimpse of the Robinson family. We stood out there for what felt like forever without seeing anyone. Finally, Senna had to get back home. I knew my mom wouldn't want me trying to see the Robinsons, so I headed home too. That weight was driving me crazy. I kicked a small stone in frustration as I walked toward the stoop. It was a moving truck outside the Robinsons, I reported as soon as I got inside. Your mom shut the door. I know, honey. We sat in the kitchen, smoke, snacking on crisp carrots. And apple juice. I was anxious to get back inside and continue looking for my new neighbors. Can I ride my diet bike? You promised your father that you wouldn't press the Robinsons so mom reminded me. I just want to make sure it's them, that's all I protested. Moving day is stressful. Give them space. Saturday we can pick cherry blossoms and bring them over to Mr. and Mr. Robinson. How's that? Say? Fine, I might. I'll just sit on the stoop. You may not leave that yard, my mother told me. I won't. I sat on the top step until the workman brought the last piece of furniture into the house. I spotted Miss Robinson and her son once. There was no sign of Jackie. I was being cool and staying at a safe distance from the Robinson home. But I couldn't guarantee how I'd react when Jackie appeared. My stomach was in knots. I almost cried when they were moving her forward away from the curb and mom called me inside. Saturday morning, I was up before sunrise. I opened my bedroom and I snuck my head outside. I stayed there until my mom pulled me back inside. Steve and she scolded. How many times do I have to tell you not to lean out the window? Oh, Ma, I was just looking for Jackie. Get dressed. After breakfast, we'll pick up some cherry blossoms from the tree in front of our house and take them to the Robinson house. I jumped into my mother's arms, kissing her generously on both cheeks. She hugged me tight. Thank you, Mom. Shockling my mother reminded me that Jackie might still be traveling. Try not to show your disappointment, Steve. I looked at her, wondering how to pull that off.